Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. By Community Health, Dream Big, Work Hard, Finish Strong. And by Bet Rivers, official sports betting partner of Indy 11. Bet with a winner. Now here's your host, Greg Rakestraw. We start this morning with the raw feed, the raw and uncut that Indy 11 put out of the end of the match last Saturday with the Charleston Battery. My name is Greg Rakestraw. You're listening to Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan. Again, Io getting his proper plaudits as he's walking towards the Brickyard Battalion after being hoisted up on the shoulders of Brian Revion and others in his final home match for the Indy 11. Io would go on to play one more time as a substitute in Birmingham on Wednesday night. Last two matches of the season have come and gone for the Indy 11 since we last spoke. A 4-1 home finale win against the Charleston Battery and a 3-1 loss on the road against the Birmingham Legion. Season 9 is now in the books. Season 1 under Mark Lowry is in the books. And now you're kind of in a holding pattern while the rest of the league has the playoffs for the next four weeks. Then it comes to player acquisition mode at the end of November and into December as we prepare for season number 10 of Indy 11 soccer. But as we learned last Saturday, it would be season number 10 would not equal season number 6 for Iose. He is going to step away from playing for the Indy 11 after becoming their all-time leader in matches played, in assists, and now in the top five in terms of career goals scored. We will hear from Mark Lowry. We'll talk about Io. We'll talk about the end of the season and what now the next few weeks look like for him coming up in a matter of moments. We will hear from Iose, his post-match interview, which was fantastic. We'll hear from his teammates Stefano Pino and A.J. Cochran in terms of what it's been like playing with him for the last year or two, or in Stefano's case, playing against I.O. for many years in the NASL as well. We'll talk MLS playoffs with Tom Gallardo, the voice of FC Cincinnati. Welcome to Wrexham, wrapped up their inaugural season. In fact, they're playing on ESPN2 right now, and we'll talk about that as well. A tribute to I.O., a recognition of the end of the season, and a look ahead as to what's going to keep us busy over the course of the next month. All in the next 60 minutes, all on Soccer Saturday right here. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. More do authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. The cost of health care can be intimidating, but with the Pricing Support Center from Community Health Network, you get real people providing real estimates based on your specific health care coverage, so you'll know the cost of your care beforehand. Whatever you need, from x-rays to surgery, you can be confident about your health and sure of what it costs. Learn more about Community's Pricing Support Center at ecommunity.com pricing. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. Get more with Honda. Hondas give you more value and are in stock now with more arriving daily. Now save more on Honda trucks and SUVs with 1.9% financing, like the 22 Honda Passport, 22 Pilot, and 22 Ridgeline. In stock and available with 1.9%. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 103122. Place your legal sports bets at BetRivers.com. Your new home for sports betting. Millions of betting options a year on the sports you love. We offer live in-game betting on major sporting events worldwide. Tons of bets available during games from money lines, prop bets, and many more. Use one of our 12 easy deposit methods to get in on the action. And when you win, we offer fast and reliable withdrawals. Sign up now and we'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, better odds, more action. Place your sports bets at BetRivers.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. 
Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center elevated pool and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Lamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday here on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, the season is now in the past tense, which means that year number one of the Mark Lowry era is in the books for the Indy 11. And again, not the end result that we had hoped for, but a lot of momentum from the last six or seven weeks of the season to carry into hopefully a much more successful overall campaign in year number two next year. Mark joins us now. Good morning, my friend. And, and just what's it like knowing that, uh, you know, you kicked the last ball for 2022 at this point? Um, various emotions, I think. There's disappointment, there's relief, there's excitement for the future. You know, there's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. Um, like you said, I think... It's been a year that was definitely below my uh, personal expectations, but one that I think was on par for what the team was capable of this season. Um, and we definitely need to, to look at it to make sure next season we're set up to have a more successful year. Do you, are you a believer in that, hey, how you played at the end of this year can carry over to next year, or knowing that, you know, as you and I are having this conversation, the next official competition you have is five months from now. Is that a pretty clean break and not much translates over? Um, I think it's nice for the fans to finish the season off well. And, and it, it, like I said, there's momentum there. There's hope. People do remember that. Um, you know, for me, it was probably more of a case of, okay, so I think the signings that we made kind of the halfway stage made us better, yeah. right? Damrat, Vasquez, Tahada, those guys coming in made us better. So it was a direct correlation to that as opposed to anything else. So that that gives me hope for the future as well though, because those guys um, will be here next year. We'll add more to it. Uh, we know what we need to add to the group now. So uh, from this point on, we do only get stronger. So I, I think that's a good thing. I was going to say, and you kind of led me into the next place I was going, knowing you largely flipped the roster in July and into August. Does this feel like more like adding a couple of pieces more so than some sort of overhaul coming up this offseason? Um, I think there'll be a fair few changes. Um, I don't think it's adding a couple of pieces. I think um, very much – I almost see last year as year zero okay. where it's a transition season. It wasn't a rebuild season. It was a transition season for, through kind of getting it to exactly what I look like, and that doesn't happen in one window. Um a window being an off-season. That just doesn't happen last off-season. There's a, a lot of carryover from various years. There's a lot of uh, signings that we made um, that you know maybe we don't feel they could be here for a long time. So I think there'll be a, a fair few changes, not a lot, um, not, not a complete overhaul, but I definitely see this past season, the transition season, where we learn a lot about players, a lot about what we have here, a lot about what we need. So um, there'll be changes. There has to be. Um, we have to, you know, this club hasn't won for three or four years now, so we have to to find a way to bring success back. And, and if that means making changes, then we'll do that. And I definitely, I'll definitely do that because I want to start winning. Um, it's what I've been used to, and, and I know we can do it here. If, are, if there are certain elements that you were most pleased with or proud about as to how this year unfolded, what would that be, Mark? Um, I think that we had some good results against some good teams. You know, you look at the Louisville results, the San Antonio results, things like that. Um, I think it was good to see the young boys at the end of the season coming and doing well. Chris Revelario, Diego Sanchez, they've done really well. Um, and then all in all, it was just a, a big learning experience of, of the players that were already here, what they can do in my system, the, 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 the younger 
more experienced players we brought in. What can they do? Can they can they get it done at this level? So it was just a big learning experience for everybody, and I think we learned a, a hell of a lot. Um, and it, like I said earlier on the call, there's an excitement now because I think we know exactly what we need to do and who we, who we need to go get to 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 be a you know an Eastern Eastern Conference title contender in 2023. Again, Mark Lowry, our guest, Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5, the fan. Because you've known the end was coming, have you already had those things like exit interviews, or does that kind of come up next week as, as the guys officially scatter over the course of the next few days? Yeah, that, that will happen next week, but we've already started the process of players for next season. A lot of conversations have happened with, with, with players around the league and other clubs uh, in other countries. We've had some trialists in with us at the back end of the season in training. So the recruitment process has already happened because I think pretty quickly, pretty early on in the season, um, I knew the pieces that were missing and the pieces that need strengthening. And you saw the change that we made halfway through the year, the additions we made. Um, but there's more. We, we need to get stronger in other areas as well. So that was pretty obvious early on in the year to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a case of getting through the year, trying to make it a successful one, seeing what we have in-house internally, who, who can be here long-term because they can do what I want them to do on the field, that they fit the culture. Um, and then at the same time, parallel that, kind of looking around the league, okay, who's out there, um, who can play, what, who, who in the Eastern Conference can do what we want to do in my system, in how we play, and, and, and start looking at that because we always have to have one eye on the future. I'm a big believer in that. Um, I don't like just focus on the competition at hand. I like focusing on improving ourselves. Um, you know, I think if you if you just focus on the here and now in the competition, you become reactive. I don't want. I've never been reactive. I've always been a guy that that that, that that's innovative and, and and proactive. So there'll always be an eye on the future in in, in however in how I work. I think that safeguards the club. Um, it makes us better long term. It brings sustainable success, whether that's from a, uh, a budgetary standpoint or a quality standpoint on the field, winning games. Um, you gotta, you can't make rash signings just to kind of put a band-aid on something temporarily. Everybody you bring in has to serve a purpose long-term, um, and that, that has, you know, you'll make some mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes in, in, in whether it's recruit, whatever business you're in, people will hire. The bad employees or, or the wrong players that don't fit the system or the wrong people that don't fit the culture. That happens in every every industry. So we'll make mistakes. That, that's that's inevitable. But the idea is to, to not react um, quickly to those things and, and kind of, you know, like I said, put a Band-Aid over it earlier, which, you know, temporarily might fix it for a few weeks, but you're going to be left with that issue or that problem in the future to fix. So we want to be methodical about our signings. Um, everybody we bring in, you saw that with Dan Brock, with DeHarder, with Vasquez mid-season. There was a reason for it. There was a role they serve. Uh, and that's what we need to do now. Um, recognize the, the, the weaknesses that we have, areas we need to improve on, and go find the right players to do it. Um, I think it's really, really important for this club now. And if we can get that right this year, then we'll be successful for a long time. Obviously, a big part of our story today is going to be Io's final send-off mm-hmm. seven days ago. Just uh, I, I know we, I have asked you so many different various Iose questions as he's hit different mileposts and milestones over the course of this season. Just your thoughts on his decision to step away from Indy after five years. Well, I want to. I mean, I do want to comment. I think he's towards the back end of the season. He's been absolutely brilliant. Um, he's really started to peak. He had those the injury trouble early on and kind of midway through the year that really held him back. Um, he didn't do a preseason at all. Because um, there's been a lot of pain. I think the pain and having to manage myself and, you know, the amount of time and effort he puts in off the field is incredible. People don't see that. But just to make sure his body is feeling good and that he can go and compete in training every day and then on a Saturday in games. Um, so I think it's all taken its toll. You know, it's been hard work for him to, to maintain that, to do that. But, you know, the back end of the season, we've seen him, we've seen him in good shape. We've seen him in a good rhythm and, you know, we've all seen how good he can be for us. I mean, he scored goals, created goals, been the best player on the field uh, more often than not. Um, so uh, if if this is his decision to retire now, I do feel good that he's retiring, having played well and going out in good form, if that makes sense. Certainly understood. All right, these are the four weeks coming up that you don't want to have off from a coaching standpoint, but that's, again, the way the hand was dealt this year. 
What is this next month like for you around the office and around the training grounds? It's getting it's getting the right players in. It's having those calls, those conversations, those visits, whether we're bringing players in to meet with us or we're going to meet with them, um, because it's such an important part of of the season ahead. Is is what happens in November, December, and January. It, it can make or break the year. If you if you do if you, get, if you do bad business um, this part of the year, then you'll be behind the eight ball all season. Um, we want to make sure we get it right. So all of our work is going to be in, in, in watching those games and doing that, doing the, the, the scouting process. Um, like I said, uh, we've already started it. We're, 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 we're ahead of schedule um, because we knew we weren't going to be playing. Sure. I wanted to get ahead of it. It was really important for me to, I don't want to miss out on our key targets this time around. We've got to go and get the right guys. So um, the next three, four, five weeks, once again, is, is, is really about, locking those signings down, getting our key targets in. If we can't get our key target, our primary target, for whatever reason, who our secondary targets are, um, because I think we're in a good spot in, in the club to, to, to get it right this year and, and to have a really good 2023 season. Certainly agree with that, my friend. Hey, listen, I, I know that uh, you were an absolute pro in terms of doing this on a weekly basis, and let's be honest, we have a lot of good to talk about during the course of the summer months, but you handled my questions as an absolute pro. I appreciate that so much. We're going to have Mark back on the show kind of as developments warrant during the course of the offseason, which means kind of the next wave of signings or re-signings, et cetera, is when you will hear Coach in the program, but probably not for a few weeks. So, buddy, thank you so much for a great year from my perspective from 2022. Here's to bigger and better things in 2023. And as always, thanks for the time this morning. I greatly appreciate it. Sounds great. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So in the place of this interview over the next few weeks, we'll kind of talk about what's going to, what the USL playoffs are going to look like in the East. We know the seven teams, only two seedings are set going to the final weekend. That's Louisville as the one that's Birmingham as the four. Uh, but we will focus on how for former or current in 11 players are doing in the playoffs we'll talk to my broadcasting buddies mike watson devin kerr john morrissey from usl tactics i'm sure will make an appearance during the course of the next few weeks as well so what had been the mark lowry segment over really almost the last eight months will become the usl playoff segment over the next three or four months on the path to the title match which is some 28 days away when we come back it's all about io We'll talk to Ioze next from our post-game conversation last Saturday. Give you a walk down memory lane and hear from some of his teammates on what it's been like to be with him for the last year or two as well. It all comes your way next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Get more with Honda. Hondas give you more value and are in stock now with more arriving daily. Now save more on Honda trucks and SUVs with 1.9% financing, like the 22 Honda Passport, 22 Pilot, and 22 Ridgeline. In stock and available with 1.9%. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 10-31-22. At Community Health Network, we know you have a lot to juggle. That's why there's Community MyChart, so you can manage your health on your time. Schedule appointments with your morning coffee. Check your test results during a timeout at the ballgame. Request refills or pay bills while streaming your favorite show. Ask your community provider to sign you up for MyChart today. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash MyChart. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. For over 60 years, Somerset CPAs and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. They are one of the largest accounting and consulting firms in the Midwest, but always take time to customize their approach for each client, providing in-depth expertise expected from a larger firm with the personal approach of a local practice. Somerset CPAs and Advisors gets to know you and your business. This has allowed them to maintain long-term relationships with clients of all sizes from a variety of industries. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. 
The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11. I told him before the game, he's a legend, you know. Uh, I'm going to tell my son, like, I play with him. Because, like you say, I play against him a lot of times in the NSL, and he's a top player. And I'm very happy to share the field with him one last time. Welcome to the Ioze tribute segment of the program. That is Stefano Pino, the man that scored twice in Indy 11's win on Saturday against the Charleston Battery and tacked on one more goal for lucky number 13 and Wednesday's 3-1 loss against Birmingham Legion. But again, the focus of this segment is talking about Ioze. And when a guy like Stefano Pino who spent three years playing against Io in the North American Soccer League, has the reverence for playing with Ioze uh, that he demonstrated in that brief soundbite to start our segment. It tells you it wasn't just a special night for Io, but for everybody involved with the franchise and those that shared the pitch with Io for a year, two years, five years, whatever the case may be. We're going to hear one more player thought on playing with Ioze, but how about we hear from the man himself? Io joined us for about a five-minute conversation in the post-match show, Mark Newman, of course, alongside that night filling in for Brad Hodder. From seven days ago, Io on wrapping it up as both a player and playing for the Indy 11. Buddy, I will say this off the top. It has been my honor to call your matches for five years with the Indy 11. For four years playing against the Indy 11 with the New York Cosmos, it has been a thrill to kind of be part of the soundtrack of, of your memories here so let's start with that. Why is now the time to announce that, hey, you're going to be stepping away from the Indy 11? I said, like, uh, I was thinking about it because, like, uh, in the beginning of the season, like, a lot up and down, injuries, and for some moments uh, I didn't enjoy uh, playing. And But uh, now in the end of the season, like, everything starts going well. And I start joining again. No? I want to be honest with myself uh, because this profession gives it to me. Too many things, like uh, I started playing professional 18 years ago, and I enjoy a lot, and I said before, like, I want to be honest with me, honest with the club, and honest with all these amazing fans, uh, because, like, uh, that's the first day I feel like uh, I'm home, and that's why one of the reasons, no? Ten years playing in North America, five for the New York Cosmos, five for the Indy 11. Again, you, your wife, your family now, American citizens. When you first came to this country in 2013, what sort of expectations did you have about playing here in the States? Very honest, when I signed my first year with Cosmos, only signed for six months because uh, I didn't know was how soccer worked in this country. I, si I signed for six months when I arrived here. Like uh, Cosmos did like an amazing team. I started enjoying playing soccer again. After that, I signed two more years, and now, look, I... I I spent like almost 11, 11 years playing from in this country and it was like a, a amazing experience for me and, and my family. One of the reasons when I came here, I think, you know, then like I can give it to them like a, a good team, learn a, another language. At the same point, I did like the thing more I enjoyed doing, like when I was a kid, I remember the... When I, when I was little, uh, my dream was to uh, be a professional soccer player. I did for 18 years, and, and now it's, just, it's the moment to take a little bit of time thinking about it, what's next, what's next for me, for my family, and let's see what happens. 
Well, first of all, I want to congratulate you on a wonderful 18-year career and for sharing a good part of it with Hoosiers, people here in Indiana. Can you talk a little bit about how your game has changed over those 18 years? How has it evolved? How have you evolved as a player? I think, like, uh, <laughs> I change, like, uh, I think every every year you learn, like, uh, now it's, like, as soon as you work, uh, with more age, like, uh, more experience, I, jo I jo enjoy more, like, every single day when I'm young, when you are young, like, not realize how it's important, like, Every every day, every training, every game. I think that as soon as you are getting older, like you start enjoying more, like the small detail. And during my career, I always try to do the same thing. I'm very professional. I like to take care of my body and always do my best for try to to help the team and and always like uh, with the mentality to keep learning. And I still now learning from my teammates. 22 assists. 13 goals, 124 matches played, as Brad Ring likes to point out, second in yellow cards in, in club <laughs> history. Do you have a favorite assist, a favorite goal, a favorite moment in these five years with the Indy 11? Mm, like, uh, always like a season goal, it's uh, always something important, but I have like a, a couple. It was, uh, for me, very spectacular when I play like a ball almost for like 50 yards to Eugene. He... He, he pushed the ball <laughs> over the keeper, and another one to Sunni. The same thing with the first touch. I put like a 40, 40 yards over the top of the defense, and he can score. I think that's one of the more. I like it. Well, your favorite is my favorite, <laughs> as in the ball to Eugene Sterikoff from October of 2018. I know this is going to embarrass you, but I'll say it anyway. When people ask me who the best player to ever play for the Indy 11 is, the answer is you. Once again, thank you for being such a wonderful part of this club for five years. Thank you for your friendship. Don't be a stranger. Congrats on a great run, Iose. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. So you heard me kind of laugh when Io mentioned what his favorite pass was because for the television broadcast, I was asked to put together, hey, Io's greatest hits in five years of playing for the Indy 11. And as you heard me say, his favorite play is my favorite play, too. So let's go back to October the 6th of 2018. Not having the picture, hopefully the audio call will spark some memories in your mind. Here's Brad Hodder and myself reacting to what we think is perhaps the greatest assist in the history of the Indy 11, one of 22 in Io's decorated career with this club that led to a 1-1 draw against the Bethlehem Steel. Sterikov off the races, tries to chip it over Romero! Sterikov out of nothing gets the goal for the Indy 11 in minute number 61. Iose hit a dime. Absolutely incredible service. So literally as I was producing that clip, I had to call Brad Hodder. Uh, Brad has now been with me for nine years. We'll have year number 10 and hopefully a couple more decades beyond after that of calling Indy 11 soccer after next season. Um, Brad, as anyone that is new to the business, sometimes we can step on each other. Brad knows how to play off of me exceedingly well after nine years. That was year number five of us working together. And Io's pass was so good that Brad couldn't hold himself back. You can hear underneath me, you know, screaming about how great of a play that was. you got to be kidding me. Because, see, again, the vision that he had to pick him out of a, a speck 50 yards away and deliver a ball one hop, two foot, two back of the net, overextended goalkeeper for the Bethlehem Steel. Uh, I, I laughed for minutes and actually had to call Brad and played it for him so he could enjoy that highlight uh, from some four years ago. The final word in I.O. for this segment will come with A.J. Cochran, who has spent the last two seasons playing with Iose. And the, the question that leads into this comment was, and we knew that it could change on Wednesday. It did not. So the final assist of Iose's career is on a goal scored by A.J. Cochran. What did that mean to him? Yeah, wow, that kind of gives me the shivers just uh, you saying that. You know, he put a great ball in there, um, and I was just lucky to get, you know, my head on it and uh, put it on frame and went in and, you know, got the guys back uh, to 1-1. Um, but, 
You know, I always been an incredible captain uh, for the past two years that I've been here, an incredible pro. Um, the way he takes care of himself, um, the way he takes care of his teammates, his effort every day in the gym, you know, his effort on the training field. Obviously, his quality speaks for himself, but, you know, I just want to highlight how good of a teammate Io is. Um, it's been it's been a pleasure to play play with him, um, and I wish him nothing but the best um, for what for what's next. You know, I'm excited to follow what it, what he does next. He's going to be successful at whatever he decides to do. So I know that. I look forward to seeing Io and the rest of the members at the, of the Indy 11 at the BYB Season End Awards coming up on Monday night. Um, I'm not sure if you've got time to get your votes in yet, or those have already been tallied. There will be beverages. There'll be golden corn dogs. There will be a good time remembering the ninth year of Indy 11 soccer coming up on Monday night. Coming up in like two and a half hours, FC Cincinnati plays their first playoff match in their now four-year MLS history. And our playoff preview this week is me catching up with one of the good guys to do broadcast in Major League Soccer, Tommy Gallarder, Tommy G of FC Cincinnati. He'll join us next. You're listening to Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. More do authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true, and may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, forty percent alcohol by volume, eighty proof. Copyright twenty fifteen. Imported by William Grant and Sons Inc. New York, New York. Indy 11 is teaming up with official apparel partner Puma to help you only see great. Great can be anywhere. It's the promise you make to yourself to never look back and never back down. The Spectra Pack from Puma embraces greatness with brilliant graphics inspired by bands of refracted color. Create moments that give meaning to the sport from the club season to the finals of international championships. Look around you, look inside you, and only see great. The Spectra Pack is available now on Soccer.com. Get more with Honda. Hondas give you more value and are in stock now with more arriving daily. Now save more on Honda trucks and SUVs with 1.9% financing, like the 22 Honda Passport, 22 Pilot, and 22 Ridgeline. In stock and available with 1.9%. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 10 Save a Spot from Community Health Network makes it easy to find the closest MedCheck location, see up-to-date wait times, and get text reminders, all from your phone or computer. So even if you sprain your ankle in the morning, you can still keep your dinner plans that night. Don't put your life on hold. Use mobile scheduling and make your way into a community MedCheck. Visit ecommunity.com slash save a spot to learn more. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. There was this guy who had a close circle of friends. They did everything together. They threw dinner parties, went on fishing trips, hung out at the beach. They were inseparable. But then one of his friends got in serious debt. He needed money. So he set this guy up, framed him, and had him arrested, all for 30 pieces of silver. Jesus was sold out. He gets us, all of us. Visit hegetsus.com. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Now that the Indy 11 season is in the past tense, our show for the next few weeks will be rather formulaic. We will spend a segment talking about the USL Championship playoffs, but we'll also spend a segment talking Major League Soccer playoffs, and our MLS Soccer Playoff Talk allows an old friend to rejoin the show. For a span of about seven or eight months, the Indy 11 and FC Cincinnati 
occupied the same league in the USL championship. Sure. This is now the fourth year of FC Cincinnati being in Major League Soccer. But for the first time, they are playoff bound. And the voice of FC Cincinnati has carved out a few minutes for us, well, less than three hours away from their first ever playoff berth. That would be Tommy Gallerter that is joining us now. Again, FC Cincinnati at Red Bulls and Red Bull Arena, a game that kicks off at noon. Good morning and congratulations, my friend. How you doing? Oh, Thank you so much, uh, Greg. Great to be with you. I appreciate you giving me the ring. And, yeah, we'll count down a kickoff here at Red Bull Arena. Very exciting times for FC Cincinnati. And, look, it goes beyond just making the MLS Cup playoffs, right? Like, that that certainly was a goal and somewhere the team wanted to be. But at the same time, based on the results of the last three seasons, both head coach Pat Noonan and general manager Chris Albright were very cautious about putting that out there in year one as, hey, this team has to make the playoffs or this team should make the playoffs because they knew there was loads of work to do. And that was still obvious on match day number one when they lost 5-0 at Austin. And even after the change in formation and a 1-0, very frustrating yet somehow hopeful loss in week two to D.C. United, the team turned it around. And I give all the credit in the world to the way that Chris Albright put the roster together and the way that Pat Noonan has has gotten them to buy in. Um, We had a show last night that aired in market here in Cincinnati in which I I sat down for a pretty lengthy interview with Pat. And and my lead question was, Pat, you know, so many guys sit at a press conference and say, I'm going to change the culture and I'm going to bring a winning mentality to the dressing room. And so many fail in that statement, right? Or it takes two or three years, and that's okay. And hopefully your ownership uh, and leadership has the patience for you to give you that time, right? Because it doesn't happen overnight. And it didn't happen overnight for FC Cincinnati, but boy, did it happen in 10 months, and it certainly is exciting. Again, uh, Tommy Gallardo, our guest here on Soccer Saturday, 93.5, 107.5, the fan. All right, with that, let's talk about the two guys with obvious local ties, and you have mentioned one of them. At this time last year, I was interviewing Roman Celentano, getting ready for the upcoming Big Ten tournament, yeah. and, and and he's the second pick in the Super Draft and is, again, as you alluded to, uh, didn't get time to develop. He was thrown to the fire, and he has been a stalwart. How do you describe his yeah. rookie season as not just an MLS player but a pro in total? Yeah, it's funny because the Open Cup had started in April, right? And that's when FC Cincinnati came on to the tournament and played the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. And it was in between the game at Atlanta on April 16th. That's when Alec Can had his first clean sheet of the season. You know, and, and Cincinnati played, I think, the final 20 minutes down a man. And so Alec was in form, and they make the decision to give Roman the start in the Open Cup midweek. Um, against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. All right, that makes sense, right? And I said, look, this is what opportunity this is going to be here for Roman to get some playing time with the two team as MLX, MLS Next Pro yep. was uh, forming and, and coming together. And he's going to get the Open Cup games. And as long as you're in Open Cup, let him play, right? That makes perfect sense. And for whatever reason, Kenneth Ramirez, I forget, was not available to be the backup that night. Alec gets hurt warming up to be the backup to Roman Celentano in the Open Cup game. And I remember they pulled Beckham Sunderland out. You know, he was just there as an observer. They had to pull him, pull him out and get him dressed to be the backup in that Open Cup game. And Roman plays well against Pittsburgh in the Open Cup. And all of a sudden now, Alex, a question mark for LAFC, who, oh, by the way, now fast forward six months have won the supportership. <laughs> right. But, you know, Alex out. And, uh, you know, going back to the show last night, I asked Pat about it. I said, you know, why? You know, how do, how do you feel so confident that you could start Roman Celentano, a rookie, against mighty LAFC um, at home on national TV. And he said, well, look, you know, Paul Rogers, our goalkeeper coach, did a great job. And we all talked about it and said, look, he has what it takes. And FC Cincinnati loses that game 2-1. to one. But Roman plays really well against a really good team. And, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. Because Alex's injury took longer than planned uh, to rehab. And then he got COVID. And so he was out for an extended period of time. And in the meantime, FC Cincinnati went on a run and played really, really well. And Roman Celentano now has 27 starts in Major League Soccer, and the club got a result out of 22 of them. Like, if he's not up for Newcomer of the Year, something is very, very wrong. <laughs> this kid steps in and goes 10-5-12 and 12 
as a starter is goals against average 1.56. Yeah, they probably want that a little bit lower. Sure. They probably want his save percentage a little bit higher, and they want his distribution better. But, again, these are all things that can be worked on. But um, he has been as pleasant a surprise as anybody and uh, just a great kid. You know, and a, a guy that's happy to be there doesn't, uh, you know, take himself too seriously. Obviously, wants to get better. After training, he's out there working with Paul Rogers, the goalkeeper coach, for an extra half an hour, working on his distribution, trying to get better. So uh, you got to love his mentality and, and a guy who's thrilled to be the starter. And I think uh, the fans here are really thrilled to see him as a starter. All right. So Celentano is 22. Uh, the next one I ask you about is 32 and turns 33 in the not too distant yeah. future. You know where this is going. The pride of North Central High School in Tab. Uh, Ray Gaddis, after yeah. a year away and after being Mr. Philadelphia Union. How has he Man. blended into a new team in FC Cincinnati? Yeah, what a joy to have around the dressing room and around the team, right? Uh, Ray Gaddis is, is, you know, the the kind of guy that, that you would want your kids to grow up to emulate. Um, you know, he is he's the locker room guy. And, and obviously Pat and Chris knew that when they begged him out of retirement. And for him, it's an opportunity for his family to, to come see, see him play whenever he wants. You know, short drive to get from, from Indy to Cincinnati. So, uh, you know, he's brought in and brought back from retirement and obviously had to work some of that, that rust off. And I think some folks maybe thought he'd be more of a regular starter and he's been more of a backup to Alvis Powell on the right side, but he's also been a utility guy. He come in on the left side if needed. Um, but I think, you know, his contributions go well beyond his 23 appearances and 11, and 11 starts this season because of the leadership that he provides in that dressing room. And I think, uh, you know, look, his his minutes on the field have been important, but his minutes off the field have probably been more important. And, uh, you know, just, just an incredible leader uh, for Pat to have and a guy for other players to lean on and and look to as a mentor. So I think that, that's been an important piece of the puzzle as well. And, and like I said, uh, just a great guy who uh, they, they were able to get out of retirement and, and, and there's still some soccer left in those legs which has been fun to see before we let you go i, I know that in two yep. previous matchups with red bull a pair of one one draws overall how do you right. match up with today's opponent I, I think very well um i think if you're fc cincinnati you're really excited for this one because you scored first in both of the games and felt as though you were a little hard done with both equalizers coming on questionable penalty kicks that went to var so you didn't give up a goal from the run of play in either of the matchups. So, you know, you kind of feel like, hmm, maybe that, that could have been two wins right there against uh, New York. So, look, if you get to another 1-1 game after 90 minutes and you want to give FC Cincinnati another 30 against Red Bulls and you have a guy like Sergio Santos to bring in and a guy like Dominic Baji and Yu Yakubo off the bench, like you have some pretty good fresh legs there to, to affect the game. So, you know, I think that it's uh, – it, it, you're wrong to doubt FC Cincinnati, right? I saw uh, one of the MLS writers, and, and I forget who, who it was offhand, but wrote, um, you know, they, they put the playoff teams into different tiers. And their tier that, like, for FC Cincinnati to make a run was essentially something crazy would have to happen. Sure. And I think that's insane. Like – if you look at the seven playoff teams in the East, and follow me here, you, you points per game against the other six. So just results against playoff teams. FC Cincinnati got results against every playoff team except for Montreal, who they lost 4-3 to three to twice early in the season, no Matt Miazga for either matchup, and no Jeff Cameron for the matchup in Montreal. That's the only team they didn't get a result against. Against the number one seed, Philadelphia, they got a win and a draw. They got draws against New York City, draws against New York Red Bulls. They beat Orlando twice, and they beat and drew with Miami. So they have the second-highest points per game against the other six teams behind Philadelphia, who's the number one seed. So I said it on the broadcast on Sunday during Decision Day. I said, you know, I don't think you want to see FC Cincinnati as your opponent as the bracket comes together. And I don't think Philadelphia wants to see them because Pat knows them inside and out. And, and that's been apparent in the previous two meetings. So that's not to say that FC Cincinnati is going to make this spectacular run because it's the playoffs and anything can happen, but therefore anything can happen. And I don't think it's wild to say that FC Cincinnati could end up in the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. So, and then if you're there, why not move on one more? You know? <laughs> so, um, uh, sure, are we all going to be greedy? Absolutely. But I, I don't think that there's any uh, hesitation 
in thinking that FC Cincinnati can win this one today. You can't win it unless you're in it. And for the first time, FC Cincinnati is absolutely in it. I'm so happy for you, buddy. Enjoy the call today. And I hope for you, you are working well into November. Thanks for the time. Yes, that's the plan. Thank you so much, Greg. Pleasure. And again, it is a race to get the MLS playoffs finished before we get to the World Cup. Two matches today. The other match is LA Galaxy hosting Nashville. Two matches tomorrow. Austin hosting Salt Lake. Montreal hosting Orlando. Club to foot's pretty good this year. Then on Monday night, NYCFC from City Field. Now that the Mets are done, that's where they will be playing their games. They'll host Miami. And then Dallas will host Minnesota. Philadelphia and LAFC both drew the buys as the number one seeds. And they, in fact, will play their next matches on Thursday. 14 teams make the MLS Cup playoffs for the first time. FC Cincinnati is one of them. They play at high noon against New York Red Bulls. We'll take this time out. We'll come back and we'll wrap it up with, well, some distinct news and notes, including some things we couldn't get to on the show last week that we carved out time for today. We'll wrap it up next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5-1075, The Fan. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Impact Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 317-208-2688. 317-208-2688. Offices at 8945 North Meridian Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46260. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Get more with Honda. Hondas give you more value and are in stock now with more arriving daily. Now save more on Honda trucks and SUVs with 1.9% financing, like the 22 Honda Passport, 22 Pilot, and 22 Ridgeline. In stock and available with 1.9%. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 103122. The cost of health care can be intimidating, but with the Pricing Support Center from Community Health Network, you get real people providing real estimates based on your specific health care coverage, so you'll know the cost of your care beforehand. Whatever you need, from x-rays to surgery, you can be confident about your health and sure of what it costs. Learn more about Community's Pricing Support Center at ecommunity.com pricing. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. Hello, soccer fans. This is Jerry Yeagley from Indiana University. For championship real estate expertise in the Indy metro area, Nino Berticelli is my go-to guy. Indiana is my home. Nino is my homeboy. Follow Nino as my homeboy on Facebook for free ticket opportunities to every Indy 11 home game. That's Nino, N-I-N-O, at ninoismyhomeboy.com. Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College Associate degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program. Or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school. Or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivytech.edu. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Come gather around wherever you roam and admit that the waters around you have grown and accept it that soon you'll be drenched. If you are a fan of Welcome to Wrexham, 
Well, first of all, whether you're a fan or not, welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The last three episodes of the first year of Welcome to Wrexham all played on FX. Yes, I know I'm an old man. I don't watch it on Hulu. I watch it on TV. I'm not a you know a cord cutter. I'm kind of in the television business. So watch it on FX on Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock. Anyway... Last three episodes of the season that documented what was last year, Wrexham, spoiler alert, finishing second in the National League and then losing to Grimsby Town 5-4 in the set playoff semifinals, hence being in the National League for a 15th consecutive year. Um, those three episodes played on Wednesday night. Um, so with that, uh, I thought I would play a couple of the songs that was the one you was heard from an artist by Keb Moe. That was used like in the first couple of episodes. Then they went with a song that I feel ashamed that I didn't know whom the artist was until I looked it up. So maybe you're more familiar with this song. Every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, Every day from Buddy Holly from 1957. Obviously remastered a little bit over the course of the last 65 years. But yes, a Buddy Holly tune that served as the primary introduction to welcome to Wrexham over the course of the last couple of months. Again, I was mesmerized by the show. Um, even if I, you know, you can Google these things and know the results as to what happened during the course of the season or the FA Trophy, and just simply looking up that Wrexham is currently in second place in the National League this year told me they did not make it to League Two. What I can tell you is this, is that the show is coming back for a second season. In fact, that happened before they ever produced a first show. It was given a 2 season run and so you would assume that the next year would run kind of in the summer after this season has been completed but I thought it was absolutely wonderful now there are some corporate synergies there FX is owned by Disney as is ESPN ESPN has the FA Cup rights amongst their numerous other soccer rights like Indy 11 matches on ESPN plus Um, but uh, I hope that you were watching potentially ESPN2 this morning because an FA Cup match featuring Wrexham was played on ESPN2. And such is the benefit of having, as the as the references were made by so many of the folks in Northern Wales, the Hollywood owners of Rob Reynolds and his friend, who we know as Ryan McElhenney from his Always Sunny in Philadelphia, amongst other various projects, that uh, having those two guys involved and suddenly you have a fifth-tier team that doesn't have to wait for their matches uh, for a chance to play a Premier League side um, or whatever in the FA Cup, that they can even show what is largely a qualifying match for the FA Cup, and they get some run on ESPN, too. By the way, note to ESPN, put more of the FA Cup matches on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, whatever ESPN you can. Again, I have ESPN Plus. I would still rather watch it off of the television. Um, I realize I can route things smart TV. I, I get it. I know that. But you've got this great asset. Flip and use it. Anyway, uh, you didn't have to just watch um, Welcome to Wrexham. You could actually watch, you know, Wrexham, as in the soccer club. They were on this morning on ESPN2. Paul Mullen is super, and yes, he's blanking dynamite. And my guess would be is that if they qualify for League Two, um, they will do a bit of an American tour, almost like a Premier League club would, to capitalize on the now, I'm sure, rather sizable following of A, having a television show, but also being a handful of one of the Welsh teams that play in English football. Hence, you tap into a large Welsh audience here in this country as well. Speaking of Wales, USA and Wales coming up in the not-too-distant future for the World Cup, it sounds like, to me, an excuse to get Owen Fon Williams on the program. You know, since he's a former Welsh national goalkeeper, we'll have him on at some point in mid-November as a bit of a World Cup preview. Now, uh, for the remainder of the news and notes segment of the show, 
a brief reference of a national team, let's talk about the women's national team. Because after a 2-1 loss to England last Friday, that was followed up by a 2-0 defeat at the hands of Spain on Tuesday. And I am far more concerned with that than I am the loss to England. The loss to England, hey, it's at Wembley Stadium. England just won uh, the Euros on the women's side. Uh, regardless of what the world rankings say, I thought those were one and two. The two-time defending world champs, the European champs, that's one, two. Not like Team USA got played off the park. They just got beat 2-1. That you live with. When you don't follow that up and you've got a Spain team that because of various reasons weren't playing really their A side, and yes, I know the U.S. was missing some key pieces too, and yes, I realize that what has been going on, the continued buffoonery uh and and that's that's being kind because it doesn't refer to some of the criminal elements that have happened at various nwso clubs that have been exposed over the course of the last year uh the meg linehan report in the athletic the yates report that was commissioned by the league and by u.s soccer and then jen strauss's work that brian Dunseth alluded to with the e60 that debuted last week i understand that conservative as a distraction I'm far more concerned with how the U.S. played against Spain on the women's side than I am with how they played against England. The U.S. has a couple of more friendlies against Germany. To me, what that truly does is it illustrates the need for somehow, some way, the U.S. to play more competition against European teams because other than Canada, playing other teams from North America doesn't do you much good. Playing teams from most other confederations doesn't do you much good. Schedule as many matches against Europe as possible. But it's also a reality that we probably need to face as American soccer fans. This run's not going to continue forever. You know, you've won back-to-back World Cups. You have been one of the dominant soccer powers in the world. You also were quicker to have women's professional soccer than other parts of the of the world have been. However, now that teams in La Liga, the Premier League, Bundesliga, League One, etc., are starting to put more funding into their women's professional sides. I'm not sure how the funding from here will match up. And so at some point, you could almost say Europe has caught us, and then more about Europe going ahead of us. And so just know that going into next year's Women's World Cup, the Americans will be one of the favorites. I'm not sure the Americans will be the favorites. Because at some point, again, that catch-up was going to take place. And I think we are seeing the signs of that happening. And also from the college soccer ranks, congratulations to the Butler Bulldogs. Another big win this week as they defeated Villanova at midweek. Uh, The Bulldogs currently uh, 10 points through five matches played in the Big East with five to go. Paul Snape's team appears they could be heading back to the NCAA tournament for the first time in three years. But also congratulations to my buddy, Paul Higgins in his first year at Xavier. Six matches played in the Big East, three wins and three draws. And the guy that led Uindy to back-to-back national semifinals at the Division II level is doing awfully well in his first year at Xavier. Butler and Xavier finished the regular season against each other in early November, and there might be a conversation about my buddy Higgy that comes up before that contest. All right, we are simply put out of time. Time for us to exit stage left. Thank you, I.O., for five great years. Thank you, Mark Lowry. Thank you, Tom Galerder. Thank you, Brad Huber, for producing today's show. Most importantly, thanks to you for listening. Again, the Indy 11 season is over. This show never takes a break. We're on for 52 weeks. So we'll do it again in seven days for Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. By Community Health, dream big, work hard, finish strong. And by Bet Rivers, official sports betting partner of Indy 11. Bet with a winner. For more information, log on to 1075thefan.com or indy11.com. Get more with Honda. Hondas give you more value and are in stock now with more arriving daily. Now save more on Honda trucks and SUVs with 1.9% financing, like the 22 Honda Passport, 22 Pilot, and 22 Ridgeline. In stock and available with 1.9%. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 10-31-22. 
Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool and aqua lounge. No detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. At Community Health Network, we know you have a lot to juggle. That's why there's Community MyChart, so you can manage your health on your time. Schedule appointments with your morning coffee. Check your test results during a timeout at the ballgame. Request refills or pay bills while streaming your favorite show. Ask your community provider to sign you up for MyChart today. Learn more at ecommunity.com MyChart. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. <laughs> 